Hi everyone, welcome to Go With The Flow, Yoga Conversations with Ben and Rihanna. I'm Rihanna. And I'm Ben. Welcome to episode 7. You know what I'm really happy about? What? Our teacher training graduates have been tagging us in their Instagram stories with a caption of this podcast and they're listening to us. Oh my yeah. And then they've been they've been writing how it kind of feels like their YTT days. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought Which was only like a year ago. Or for some two years. Some of them two years. Yeah. So I wanted to say hi. Hi everyone. There's like a long list of you. Uh, mga 35. <laughs> yeah. We so, all miss you. We all miss you guys so uh, much. And uh, we're glad that you uh, are able to connect to us again through this podcast. Not that you ever lost contact, but here Para we are. Para mga spiritual, ano. <laughs> Para mga spirits that they need contact. Spirit lang, uh, hindi spiritual. Spirit, not spiritual. <laughs> Poltergeist. Uh, we're glad that you're able to connect to us through, the, through this podcast. But of course, you know, we're, we're always one WhatsApp or um, phone call away if you need us. Which is super... I think relevant to our topic today. Yes. Which today we will be discussing yoga teacher trainings. In this episode, we're going to talk about what happens in a yoga teacher training. Because I think it's not known, right? Yeah. You would think, I mean, we've been doing teacher trainings for two years. Two years. We've had, this is our fourth batch. And we feel that people know what happens inside, but really it's a mystery to yeah. a lot of people. And I think like for people like one of our graduates, Faye. Yeah. Who really sought out to like have a one or Trina even. Yeah. Right? She had like a one on one conversation with us about it. And like I it made me realize that people really have no idea what goes yeah. on in it. And I think that's why the information sessions worked yeah. out for us, cause it wasn't really common practice before. Yeah. It's nice to see that now lots of mm-hmm. people are doing it. Mm. Um, it's something that yeah. I encountered with my teacher training in Australia. So it's a regular thing that before you go into a full-on teacher training, which is a big investment, yeah, I think it's fair to hear out what happens first. And I right? think also, apart from what happens, you need to know who you're training with. Exactly. Right? Like... Can you imagine if every single person who enrolled did not get along with us? Yeah. Luckily, so far, people have been our students. Yeah. I think they... Uh, For the most part, right? That's the most helpful thing, like being able to train under a teacher who you also take regular classes with. Yeah. Like in my teacher training, um, I was lucky that I resonated with them even yeah. if I have not practiced with them. Because that's not always yeah. the case. So like my cousin who also took training. Yeah. She took one in mga Venice Beach, California. Ganyan. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then parang she realized that her that training didn't resonate with her. So parang... Sayang. Wala. Yeah, sayang. Yeah, so it's, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of money, resources, and energy that you can that you can have put on, you know, yung any anything else. Yeah. So think of this episode as teacher training one hundred and one. So an info session over the podcast. Yeah. Let's go through what happens in a typical day of a teacher training. Yeah. How about your first one? How did that go? So my my very first training was an intensive. Yeah. So thirty days or twenty something days straight. Oh wow. Um how many hours? Mga six six days a week. Huh? Oh wow. Six days a week na let's say from eight to five. Mm-hmm. Parang ganyan. Okay. So whole day. So it's like a, hours. like a day job. Yeah, like parang a, more pa I will know actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like a day job. Mine was an extensive one, so that's uh, one year long. Uh, every weekend, uh, I, I did a five hundred hour. Five hundred, you yeah. So that's why it's one year long, because you have to do it over uh, yeah. over a long period of time to finish yeah. all five hundred. Uh, so every weekend, it's um, I think same eight to five. Yeah. And uh, Saturday and Sunday, 
Um, as a weekends lang. Weekends talaga. lang. Over yeah. the course of a year. Over the course of a year. But we also follow the academic calendar. So we also have a in SEM fairness. break. Yes. We also have a SEM break and then we have like a break in between the two semesters. Yung second ko naman was like 10 days, 10 days. And then a break in between? Yeah. Okay. So 10 days, 10 days. Okay. So it can be intensive na straight days it can be weekends parang semi-intensive like mine parang 10, 10 broken off into Uh-oh. two it can be a, a weekend that's uh, kind of longer uh, over three months like ours right now is weekends for pero three months, three months no? yeah because for 200, 200 hours. hours so <clears throat> so you guys we wanted to kind of bring to light well for us, okay, and what happens in our trainings mm-hmm. and what goes on. So, um, it may not be the same for other teacher yeah. trainings out there, but yeah. from our perspective, if any of you are interested in training with us, this is how it goes. Yeah, so, uh, in a day, usually it's, usually it's the same schedule every day. We start with uh, morning practice. Yeah. Uh, so, whether it's intensive or not, uh, it's... Uh, an hour and a 15 minute asana and then we uh, have our 30 no we add the 15 is uh, the meditation, meditation. Yeah, yeah, yeah so an hour 15 asana plus 15 minutes or more depending on the class meditation that's a total of minimum 90 minutes for your morning practice yep and then we take a break yeah. because we're human beings and we need coffee we need coffee especially before the lecture the yes okay it then follow, is followed by a lecture of around two hours. Normally, kasi they do the Lectures. asana right after the practice. practice. Kaso lang, we decided to switch it up because everyone is kind of sleepy. After lunch. Yeah, after Uh-oh. lunch. So we made the asana portion in the afternoon. Yeah. Just and to kind of keep their energy yes. up. Yes. And the philosophy portion in the morning so that... Right after meditation. You know, your body is awake after asana practice. Your mind is clear after meditation. Yeah. You're able to absorb the philosophy lecture and the history lecture more. Um with that setup, yep. and uh, sometimes you take many breaks between because yeah. attention span wise, you can't hold someone's attention for two hours straight. <laughs> these um, days, anyway. These days, and then we, we break for lunch because we're hungry, <laughs> and then we do the asana. What posture do you call clinic. it? Like posture Parang clinic. Ganyan. Yeah, asana workshop posture clinic in the afternoon. So in our teacher trainings, you guys. Um, we have them teaching from day one. Yeah. So, um, it's a little different of a format from yeah. other trainings because some trainings have you teaching a At little later on or a couple yeah. of weeks before the end. Yeah. Well, it depends. It may be different these yeah. days. But in general, we have you teaching at day one. Yeah. Because if the point of this training is to have you teach yoga, then we'll, we'd want to maximize your opportunities to teach. Yeah. And that includes teaching on the first day. And ano, getting feedback also as we go along throughout yeah. the weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's really not just the skill that you need to develop, Uh-oh. but also the yung self-confidence to stand in front of a group of people. Chaka, I think at the end of the day, it's a communications job. Yeah. So, part of, I think, the value of getting used to teaching in this mm-hmm. medio controlled setting yeah. is being able to develop those particular skills yeah. so that what you know about asana, what you know about philosophy, mm-hmm. if you choose to infuse that, mm-hmm. kind of makes more sense, diba? Because yeah. it doesn't mean much talaga yeah. if, you know, yeah. you know it all but you can't relay the information. Yeah. That's a totally different thing, yeah. man. So in the teaching... Or in the practice teaching, that's where we put in um, a lot of uh, tips or feedback about how to conduct yourself in class. But we also have separate lectures for that. Uh, And then we try to incorporate anatomy also when we do asana practice, aside from our anatomy uh, lecture. Yeah. And another important thing is that... 
we try to teach everything from a teaching perspective. Yeah. So, I think one thing that's important and one thing that I wanted to kind of do for this training, for our trainings, is that I'm, I, de- I never wanted to just spew out information yeah. and then bahala ka na how you're gonna put it together. Because yeah. I think sometimes that's what tends to happen, mm. which is why some people don't feel prepared. Yeah. So, everything we teach, even like the information about asanas, mm-hmm. all comes from like, not that other trainings are not the same, but yeah. like everything is practical. Yeah. Magagamit mo lahat. Yeah. Which is what I mean. Yeah. Most of the things that we've done in terms of strategy for this teacher training is also a fruit of our own personal experiences with our with our own trainings. Yes. And like in my case, I really felt that although it was 500 hours and then it was a lot of information. Yeah. Uh, the perspective was still not from a teacher's perspective, so I still felt like a student for like most part of it. Mm. And the only time I felt like I was going to teach was in the last half of the second semester. Oh my gosh, after a whole year. Probably after 300 hours. Because it feels like everything is being spoon-fed to you and you are a... You're, you're like experiencing everything yes. for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, what I wanted for the teacher trainings that we've been doing, and I think my critical thinking. Talaga. Yeah, so you have to really learn. But you have. I want the students to hold themselves to a higher standard, Agreed. knowing that they will not be spoon-fed all the information. Oh yeah. In class. So, especially when it comes to the teaching aspects, like yeah. I don't list down cues. I yeah. don't list down because, like for me, that changes on a consistent basis like mm-hmm. just this training chaturanga is different already yeah so i never i want i want what i teach to continuously evolve yeah. so i'm gonna keep updating that information with the people who have studied with me kaya i didn't want to list down everything i know yeah. on a book yeah so there's a lot of note taking there's a lot of discussion kahit na mga assists diba? yeah like we could have easily done a photo shoot showing how, how to, to assist. do the assist. Pero yeah. ayoko nang ganon. Yeah. So parang, it teaches you also, I think, to develop eyes to yeah. know what happens in a posture yeah. instead of just memorizing, okay, this is how you assist. Yeah. So like if you know how the body works in this yeah. particular asana, yeah. you'll be able to... Um, you don't have to come from a place of memorization, mm. which is something I really didn't want. Yeah. It also trains the student to be very present every session. Yeah. Because there's no crutch. You can you cannot rely on the books. The lang. books or the manuals. And every, uh, most of the things that you really learn, you get from the experience of physically being in the training. Yeah. Um, also, everything is dynamic in teaching. And even us, during our trainings, I'm happy to learn a lot of new things from Same. our trainees as well. Agreed. Uh, there are many different bodies out there. There are many shapes. There are many ways of doing things. And we are more than happy to incorporate them into our future trainings. Yeah, 100%. Because I think if there's no more space, because you'd think na parang, um, there may be some people who feel mm-hmm. na because we're leading teacher trainings, yun na yun. Yeah. But, for, which for, is super not the case. And yeah. like you realize, like even for me, after almost a decade, there are some cues pala that don't apply to everyone, yeah. which I didn't even know. Yeah. Or some, or like, yeah, cues for Chaturanga, which have been wrong for me all this mm-hmm. time and realizing it only now. Yeah. But so yeah. it's a, an evolving process. even Not just from, for asana, not just for teaching, but even philosophy. And I always take great comfort in thinking of what other teachers who have been here before us have been saying that even for someone like Leslie Kamenov who has dissected the human body <sighs> for yoga anatomy, 
oh, still yeah. says that he doesn't know everything about yoga. It's so refreshing. And I miss him. I miss him so much. Leslie, please come back this year if you're listening. In Tagalog. Yeah, but he's a he's really a great teacher that I look up to. Same. Because he has no ego about teaching. Yeah, so, and like there's nothing finite about his teaching, yeah. which I think is so refreshing. Yeah. And I think it gave me a lot of inspiration when yeah. we came into the training. Na yeah. parang, I can't say that everything I'm saying is the end all be all. Yeah. And this is, you know, I want everyone to kind of take what I say. If it doesn't work for them, yeah. then like shove it in the trash. It's, yeah. it's really okay because it's going to change as you go along, I think. We get a lot of people, I think you agree, we get a lot of people who express concerns mm-hmm. about being worthy enough for yeah. taking a training, right? That's the most common question that we get asked. Am I ready? Or not really a question, but more like a statement, yeah. which goes like, I don't think I'm ready yeah. to become a yoga teacher. To which I personally always say that mm-hmm. you will never be ready for anything. Which now, in hindsight, sometimes I feel, did I offend? Do I offend people? <laughs> I, can't, I might have offended them in saying that. But what I really mean is... Uh, there will be no perfect time. Exactly. Yeah. There is no such thing as 100% ready for anything. So the only thing that you can do is to really go for it. And even in yoga philosophy, that's what it says. Like, oh. you just do things without even attachment or expectation of the result. Yeah. Right? Tsaka you guys, I think a lot of people out there feel nervous kasi they feel they have to have a headstand, they Mm. have to have a crow. To be honest, teaching has nothing to do. I mean, not naman nothing. Yeah. It has less to do about. It has less to do with how good you are. In doing a pose. In doing a posture as compared to what your communication skills are yeah. like, right? Because and that's something we build. Because doing an asana well is a very different skill from being able to teach it well. 100%. Like some someone can have like a handstand since birth. And <laughs> not, yeah. since birth. I mean, yeah, diba? Uh-huh. Some, some people can have a handstand since birth and not know how they got into it. This is not us. This is not us. <laughs> it's true. I have I have never had a handstand or any headstand or stand in since birth. But you know, like my first training, I couldn't do a headstand then naman eh. Yeah. What can it what Wala ka lang na mukha. Yeah, that's your puhunan. That's also my puhunan. <laughs> <laughs> and this is my puhunan. It really uh, comes down to like erasing the idea of putting teachers on a pedestal. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-mm. So I think there has to be a bit more room. Like, bottom line is, you guys, for those of you who are scared to take yeah. training, because feeling you my certain quotient mm-hmm. that they have to reach in terms of physical skill, yeah. flexibility. I've gotten flexibility. Yeah, I've gotten the flexibility. It's like, dude, it's the oldest, boringest excuse in the whole book. You're yeah. gonna use it all the way till teacher training. Yeah. Eh, ano na, friend? Yeah. So if it's not asana perfection, perfection. Kasi what is it for you? For me, you are completely okay yeah. to be in the process of learning. Yeah. Mm-mm. Right. That's what training is about. Eh? And if yeah. you knew everything, and then what for are you gonna take any training, any class, yeah. anything? Yeah. Diba? For me, it's um. There really is a certain calling. I think people feel that I want to do something. Eventually, no? Oh, even even people who have just done it, like done yoga very mm-hmm. recently, they feel that teaching is something that they are called to do and they're passionate about. Kahit hindi nga teaching eh. Like, yeah. I think if you experience the benefits for yourself, yeah. diba? Parang inevitable yung want more for the people you love to experience yes. it also. That element of sharing will always be there, especially if it's something that you really enjoy as a benefit, as a practitioner. And I've been really flexible about what it takes to become a yoga teacher. 
because you can put like arbitrary conditions like we've put at least two years of you know yoga practice or we've put uh, you have a regular meditation practice yeah. in our in our uh, requirements mm. for application quote unquote yeah but it really is not a guarantee that no, the talaga. person is prepared for it. Because there are some people who have practice, But and are then, not ready to teach or are not, they don't want to. But this is the, I think this is something that needs to be addressed yeah. also. I think it needs to be said then. Yeah. There is, there is a certain skill that you need to innately have. Yeah in order to teach, right? You can yeah. build on it yeah. and work really hard to get there. Yeah. But it's gonna take like a long time. Yeah. There has to be... There's in, there's a sense of being awareness. able to... Yeah. A, a sense of awareness of your own body Uh-oh. and being able to translate that into sentences that make sense. Na hindi highfalutin. That, that are not highfalutin or not uh, intimidating. Yeah. Like one of the my favorites is one of our graduates, uh, Pauline, who is an engineer by profession. Who is perfect. Who is able to take her engineering mindset into the asana. Which teaching. is perfect, because essentially sequencing is exactly that. Yeah. Like reverse engineering. Yeah. What it is you want to achieve yeah. and what does it take to get there. So, parang. So stuff like that. It's gonna come a little easier to people. Yeah. But then again, mm. it always goes back to being okay to be in a learning space. Yeah. Because that's what it's for. Yeah. Way. It's a skill that is natural to some people, but it's also a skill that you can develop through practice. Yeah. And that not, that's not just uh, practice on the mat, like self-practice, but also teaching as a practice because uh-uh. there's no such when you graduate your work doesn't finish when you've graduated you from YTT you never stop being a student nowadays. yes you become more of a student uh-uh. like more of a conscientious student than anything else so who's ready to be a yoga teacher I think if you're showing up on um like uh, websites that, that are talking about teacher training. <laughs> it means that there's some desire there that you want to explore. And maybe the next step is to talk to someone. Yeah. Maybe talk to your teacher where you practice, wherever it is. This is why I think super important yung information For session. sure. And why I really wanted to put it out there. Because some programs, mm. like Faye mentioned, yeah. you have to enroll... No questions asked. Like blind faith go in. Well, I guess so. <laughs> but in general, I think it's important to know if you and I jive together if we're going to be learning yeah. from each other mm-hmm. for three months. Because you're going to spend 200 hours together. I know. It's a big investment of time. Aww. And if your energies don't jive, then it's going to mm, kill you. That's really <laughs> important. Because also, I think, but for you guys out there, huh? I really think it's so important that you know who you are training with. Yeah. One Number of, one yeah. for me. One of the things that that people consider whenever they uh, do a teacher training is how much it costs. Reasonable naman. Reasonable. Uh-uh. But they don't look at who they are training with. Yes. So people always get... Um, it's happened to us then eh. Oh yeah. Diba? Um... People have chosen other schools over us. Like people who've been practicing with me for yeah. years. Tapos, um, inquired about our training. Yeah. Maybe found it too expensive. Yeah. Um, and then I saw trained with other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is totally fine. That's your prerogative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not that I... Not that I'm offended. I just found it weird because like you're familiar with the practice. Yeah that I offer, yeah. right? And I don't know, maybe that's me being egotistical, but in general, I think it's good measure for anyone out there who's looking towards a training. Mm-hmm. You have to know the people you are training with. Yeah. So if you agree with their teaching style, if you feel like their teaching style is something that, you know, you respect and because after it, you're going to sound like them, eh? Yeah. Kahit papano. Mm-hmm. You're going to have some influence. It's like me. Every teacher I've 
trained with merong remnants of yeah how they are diba yeah. and that's always going to happen so i think it's really important more than the money yeah you have to be able to communicate with your trainer also in a level that's comfortable and if you're training with someone you don't know it's hard to gauge how they will respond to your questions yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. aside from uh, uh, compared to training with someone you already know it's a lot easier for you as a trainee to approach them and see how they're like okay. in terms of philosophy in terms of skills in, in, in terms of strategies and and teaching styles. So I mean, the, you see it already on the mat if yeah. you practice with them. So yeah. it's a lot easier. If you for enjoy you. their classes, alam oh, mo yeah. yon. Chaka ano? One thing that's really important: mm-hmm. train in a style that you practice. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's Yeah. And you know that, right? There's mm-hmm. so many people out there yeah. who like train in Ashtanga or Vinyasa, and they've never yeah. done either. Yeah. And I don't know. For whatever reason, they chose that training, whether it's timing or not. Yeah. I don't think we should put the timing and the money at a greater level of priority than what you want to teach and who you want to learn from, right? Yeah. The quality of the It training. goes back to that discussion of why yoga is expensive. Yeah. Eh? And aside from the 200 hours that you spend with them, you're also investing in the network that you will build with them, mm-hmm. the uh, resources that they will have available to you after the training, um, the uh, accessibility accessibility of yeah. the training also, um, the opportunities that can come your way as well as a teacher. Uh, it, is, it is important to take all of these into consideration because this will be your... Uh, if this is the path you want to yeah. go on, diba? This will be your like uh, cheer, cheering team. The, the, the team that will have your back yeah, after training. True. A lot of our trainees have become friends because of the teacher training. And in general, um, it's like a big support system. Yeah. Like, you know, even the job opportunities. I share a lot of mine and you share yeah. some of yours also, yeah. right? With because this. you have more. I don't <laughs> All of my job opportunities are here in the studio. <laughs> and I'm happy with what I'm getting. No, but in general, like, if I can't take a gig, I'm going to yeah. give it to someone who's graduated yeah. from me because I vouch for them. And I know what they teach. I know so, what yeah. they teach. So I'm not yeah. going to give just anyone. In the same yeah. way, na, I'm not going to let just anyone yeah. teach at the studio. Yeah. Pero, this is the, has to be said. Uh, just because you take training with us does not mean... You get You're an automatic in at beyond because <laughs> you still have to audition because yeah, it's a different thing. Yeah, we're a fair... Fair queen. We are fair queens. <laughs> like a school fair queens. Uh, it's... I mean, for me though, I would... Re- I really prefer having my classes. If I can't teach a class, I me really also. give it to someone that I... We have trained because oh, I know their style. I know them. And then if a feedback has been given to me positive or negative, I will be able to communicate it to them. I agree. Because training continues after the 200 oh, hours. Man. It never ends. And That's I've... why, honestly, it's so nice for those of the graduates out there who are listening. Mm-hmm. Like, I really appreciate na you feel comfortable enough to approach us yeah. up to this day. And it's really nice. Like, And I'm super down to like talk and give advice and set yeah. meetings. And, you know, some people have great big plans and ideas. Hi, Chloe. We still have to meet. But like, (laughs) they have great ideas for what they want to contribute to the yoga landscape. And it's nice because, you know, we're here to support and help you. Yeah. There really is space for everyone. Yeah. And speaking of that, one of the common misconceptions uh, is that there are too many teachers I don't out agree. there. I really don't agree that there are too many. We don't have enough. We don't have enough teachers. And yeah. just now, I came from a talk back with our dear friend, uh, Kaki Teodoro of uh, Every, Every Brilliant, Brilliant Thing. Thing. Congratulations, Kaki. <laughs> um, and there are so many people. There are so many people in that in that uh, showing. There's like I think 180 people. Okay. And not everyone knows 
uh, about yoga. It's weird, though. Yeah, it's amazing how... For us, kasi, this is our world. Yeah. This you... is what we know, and yoga is... Parang every day, it's yeah. yoga. So, for to... us to hear na... No one knows about it. No one knows about it. It's so weird It's so me. weird. And, I re... and every brilliant thing is about mental health. So, uh, now that mental health issues are starting to come up, and the yoga benefits are uh, the benefits of yoga. yoga for mental health is we need it more yeah recognize we really need more teachers to deliver that you know message out there. i don't even know where that comes from to be honest Which yung one? masyadong madaming teachers Because i don't feel baka that iba- same way <laughs> sorry baka ibang teachers na they don't want to hindi naman ako nawala ng job exactly. opportunity you know what i mean but, kasi guys to be honest if you do your job well yeah and like give a hundred percent every time you teach yeah. and make sure this is making sure that you're good huh? yeah. you know what I mean like you do your job you're not yeah. a cookie cutter cute kind of person yeah if you up the quality of what you offer mm-hmm. the opportunities will keep coming and yeah. I've I've been lucky enough to like have enough to share yeah do you know what I mean I've had enough to share with the people who have studied yeah. with me because that's how it should be. Mm. There are so many you don't You don't stop being... I think it comes from the idea na parang people feel na you're not a student anymore, which is super not uh, the case, diba? Mm. There is that notion that when you are um, when you are a YDD graduate, you stop being a student. Or you stop practicing. You stop practicing. Madaming ganyan. No, that's not the case. More so, you should practice yes. because you're a teacher. And um, some though, some people feel that uh, classes are enough for them to deepen their knowledge and understanding of yoga. Yeah. As much as we want this to be true, sadly, the class is a limited environment to be able to fully yeah. deliver the philosophy yep. of the practice all the uh, teachings about subtle energy and it just there's not enough time in what a class you have, honestly you have 75 minutes hmm. I and then you have to correct everyone and adjust everyone there's no time I really cannot and this is the reality of it kasi. Yeah. unless it's a workshop Mm-mm. setting where you have the time and the people who are there come for deeper yoga learning yeah. not that it's enough either mm-hmm. but in general in a class not everyone wants that content not everyone wants to hear it you mean yeah, like, yeah which is okay naman if you yeah. want to share that and to be honest you should if that's your prerogative but in general i don't ever want people to feel in a mm. class overwhelmed by the information yeah. I'm giving. Yeah. The main difference is that in a YTT, the enthusiasm level of everyone is the same. Oh, oh and I so, think that's one of the best things. Yeah, and, and learning is facilitated by the environment that you're in. So if people are interested in learning... And you can talk about it. Yeah, I think you can that's learn the more. best part. Because eh. in a public class, because we've gotten this inquiry, you guys, na, um, like, like, someone is deciding if they're gonna stick to regular yoga classes yeah. or take a teacher training to deepen their practice. Yeah. And I wish I really could say that it's possible. And yeah. honestly, you can. Mm. You can do your own research. You yeah. can buy your own books. You can do your own study. Yeah. It's just a different environment to have yeah. it around people yeah. you can talk to and relate with yeah. and speak on like a really deep yeah. Level about mm. this stuff that you love mm-hmm. as much as these other people do. Yeah. And I think there's something nice about yeah. that satsang yeah. um, environment. environment. And when you talk about deepening your yoga practice, you have no idea how deep you can go until you go into a yoga teacher training. Because some people think that, you know, some people go into teacher training conscious of the, fa- of the fact that they want to deepen your their yoga practice but still get surprised by the amount okay. of philosophy that goes around the simplest poses like warrior two or trikonasana and why it makes sense to their bodies and you'll understand then parang yeah 
why this stuff works. I think that's one of the biggest values to me. Eh? And I think that's why parang you have to clarify yeah. what a teacher training is then to other yeah. people. You will understand. So, for those of you out there, and I'm guessing this is everyone who listens to the podcast, if yoga works for you, don't you mm-hmm. want to know why it does? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't have to go through like the old Sanskrit text on your own. You can if you want to. You're more than welcome. They're all free texts, no? They're all free and online right yeah. now. But sometimes with all of these information out there, it's hard to tell which commentaries are true, which are which resonates more. Where mm-hmm. do you start? Yeah. And we've also gotten feedback that uh, you know when they they'd rather do teacher training straight from quote unquote the source. Because they believe that's the only oh, real commentary. Yeah, like that's frustrating to, to me also. Like they I want think. to go to Bali because it's uh, more quote unquote authentic. <laughs> they want to go to India, India Rishikesh, from the source. which yeah. is true. It's naman. true. We acknowledge that you know Rishikesh is a great uh, yoga city oh, for Goa, learning. Goa, Mysore, Pune, Mysore. Yeah. There are Kerala for. Ayurveda, Bali is also a great place. Uh-oh. But if you really go through the yoga teachings, and it teaches about a that um, detachment, and everything is, you know, everything is an illusion. Even culture is an illusion. I think. Do you have a feeling that, parang this is slightly related to this colonial mentality? This is colonial it mentality is, for, for sure. This is colonial mental mentality at work. Like for example, I have, I have, we have this inquiry. I think last year. Yeah, this uh, was our, for a uh, baler. For baler, yeah. And then, so this was a student of ours. Yeah. She's attended your class. She's attended mine. Yeah, yeah, mine yeah. Also. I won't say student because she wasn't naman regular, no regular. Sa, but she had yeah. taken. She my has class. taken our classes, so yeah. she knows her practice. And then, so it's gotten into some conversation, and then... She heard about Baler, ba? And then she's considering Baler, and then uh, last minute, she says that, oh, I my friends told me that... Uh, best to take it. Best to take it in Bali because it's more authentic. Is that ah, the that's the word. Oh my gosh, yeah. She said, my friends told me that better I should take it in, ba- in Bali because it's more authentic. It's like... Okay, like, stab me in the heart. Basically saying <laughs> that we are not authentic. Which super hurt yeah. my feelings talaga, yeah. to be honest. But when you go to Bali, you will be taught by mostly Caucasian staff, to be honest. Mostly well, Australian. No, that's true. <laughs> which is which says a which lot is, that... But also, which is fine. Yoga is universal. Yeah, which is basically, fine. Basically. No? But I think... If you're talking about the source kasi... What are they talking about exactly? I have no idea. So I think they're or talking about... Or what is authentic yoga training? It's I this... think that needs to be debunked yeah. also. Because what makes my teaching less valid than someone who yeah. is teaching in Bali? So yeah. like if I held my training in Bali, mm. would she have enrolled also? Yeah. Is it... Or is it because I'm a Filipino too? I think this is that, deeper. This uh-oh. is deeper issues, na yeah. This is like uh, post-colonial mentality 101. Yeah, that's beyond our <laughs> podcast. We're gonna talk about that elsewhere, maybe. <laughs> but it really affects um, our uh, our perception of what is valid and yeah. what is authentic. And for those of us out there who are like, you know, doing our best with the trainings that yeah. we offer. I mean, I maybe you have experienced this mm-hmm. also, but. It really does. It's a little insulting. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know. Cause there are some people out there who, who hold trainings yeah. who have been teaching shorter than me. Yeah. But people will go to them more than me. Yeah. Not to say that I am the most amazing person. I'm sure they are also. But you know There's what I that mean. There's that consideration. Of, now they're foreign. Yeah, they're foreign. There's a culture. Ang sakit, uh, diba? Yeah. Uh, even and and you will experience that from your Filipino yoga students also. Which sucks. Which, yeah, which is, yeah. which sucks. I would and, understand kasi if her reasoning was, um, I've been, stu- I've been taking classes with this teacher yeah. in Bali, tapos, susundan na lang niya doon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay lang. Uh-uh. She hadn't picked one. Yeah. So, she said, she'll just decide on a training in Bali kasi yeah. mas authentic doon. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. 
it's the place that makes it seem authentic. I'm triggered. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> like, um, it's marketing at it's work. It's marketing, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good marketing at work. But I just uh, don't have a six-pack, you guys. I'm really sorry. <laughs> My body's not made that way. No, it's really cultural. And uh, even with teachers, like, I talk to our own yoga teachers with the prospect of building them up. Yeah. So that they can do workshops overseas and and you know I want to export teachers yeah, and teach I agree they have this you know deep seated self discrimination that am I good enough to be uh, someone know. to do a workshop overseas and for me yes I think you are great and I've experienced yoga in, in many different places this is like all the centuries of being colonized yes. I think so like <laughs> and colonial mentality I think it's colonial mentality because yeah but yeah because yeah. we've also so let's say kunwari, it's not a Caucasian teacher that yeah. we're looking for in India because uh-uh. we've had people who took training in India they yeah. came home yeah sounding like a local like in- an Indian teacher yeah who does not speak English fluently or yeah. straight na limited yung cues not that that's bad it's not a bad thing it's but... just hard to tailor fit mm-hmm. In, a, in the context of teaching in Manila, it's not as effective. I agree. So, if you want, if you're thinking of building a career locally, you have to know what the local students are like. Yeah. And when we do our teacher training, we want to impart that knowledge also. Because if it's a communications job, you have to know who your target audience is. Quote-unquote audience. Um... Of course, they're your students, but uh, as an, uh, it, to be able to establish that um, student-teacher relationship, you have to communicate to them well. Otherwise, they'll just walk out of the studio after and not come back because they never understood what you meant. What you meant? Because we've had views. those people who auditioned, mm-hmm. nga, diba? na yeah. they trained in India, na madame. Yeah. And daming trainings from India. Yeah. Yeah. They went to Goa every year. Or Rishikesh. Oh, Rishikesh oh. is number, number Which one. is fine. These are all amazing places. Yeah. But it's it's hard for me. And this mm-hmm. is where my perspective as a studio owner comes in. Yeah. I need you to relate to everybody yeah. in the class. Mm-hmm. And if you're... This is what I look for kasi in an audition. Eh. Mm-hmm. I don't super care where you train, yeah. in all honesty. I really don't care how many hours you have. Yeah. Well, minimum 200. Minimum sure. 200 <laughs> naman. Pero, di ba, in general, what uh, I look for is your ability to handle yeah. everybody yeah. right? that and, comes into your class. And to be able to sound authentic. Because you can, I can tell like if you're not saying, if you're saying things that you don't mean, it's so easy to this tell. Is, this is why nag... What? Nagtataglish ako in class. <laughs> Hindi ko kaya. Yeah, that's your authentic self. That's my Uh-oh. authentic self talaga. Yeah. My authentic self has a power bank of English for my Rockwell classes. And after two classes, I run out. So I hide. Yun na lang. <laughs> you have to recharge. Yeah, diba? recharge my English. Kaya I'll go, kunwari, ano. Okay, left side. Kabila naman. <laughs> Cost, ano na. Kota ka na for that day. Pero, I think... Hindi ito nagbubuhat ng sariling bangko, right? But I think part of the benefit then of having teachers who work the same yoga landscape you do is that they've done it already, yeah. right? And I think it's helpful like for us to be within arm's reach of yeah. our students so that whenever they need advice on anything, mm-hmm. I'm right here. Yeah, Like people asking questions about like there, in our training, we talk about taxes, yeah. people, and then we discuss about, we talk rates, about rates, the general rates. Because yeah. I don't know, I don't know if, you know, it's as accurate if you take it elsewhere because the rates may be different. It will be different. Well, like, yeah. If you, if you train in... Or like, if they talk about it at all. Like in, in my training in Australia, we did talk about it. But we talked about taxes. But of course, it's Australian taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I get back, when I got back Wala. here, I can't relate. So I have to learn it on my own. And then the rates are, of course, astronomical because uh, prices in Australia are a lot higher. Yeah. So it's hard to pattern also. So yeah. this is talking from experience. I had to l- relearn a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Practical things. Yeah. Because I took my 
my teaching or my practice. Your training elsewhere. Oh, sorry, my training elsewhere. Um, I wish I had, I wish I met someone sooner who can help me out, you know, navigate the landscape. But yeah. I had to do it on my own. And when we do our teacher trainings, that's what we share. So that, you know, our trainees don't have to do We it. really give you, like, the... Everything that we know. <laughs> everything we know. I'm yeah. going to tell you the rate, the taxes, how to handle yeah. when it comes to receipts, when yeah. it comes to... Invoicing. Invoicing, you know, that sort yeah. of thing. And, like, keeping, protecting yourself from, um, like, yeah. last-minute cancellations mm. and not yeah. being paid because you mm. have no mm. set... You know, yeah. stuff like that. Because when we were talking about why yoga is expensive, we also talk about how yoga teachers are, are so shy about talking about their earnings and their revenues. Yeah. When in fact, that's an unimportant aspect of your career. In yeah. fact, that's like the most important factor of building a career because it helps you sustain yourself yeah. and not burn yourself out stressing how will you go from one month to the other? Yeah, I think one of the biggest values of taking a teacher training, mm-hmm. I guess especially locally, yeah. is being able to learn how to navigate the landscape mm-hmm. of the Philippine yoga yeah. community. Mm-hmm. And I've been here for a while and I've seen it change and I've seen how prices have changed, yeah. where there are opportunities now. You know, stuff like events and gyms and privates and yeah. how to get them. And I really think that it's nice to be able to get that information where you live. Yeah. And have people who have been there longer than you have hold your hand through it. Yeah. Because I think that's essentially the value of your investment, right? Mm-hmm. There are so many opportunities to teach right now you can make them also you can make your own opportunities we are the number one advocate of that if there's no yoga where you are make it yep uh promote it uh there's always an opportunity to share what you have experienced and in our teacher trainings what we really aim to uh achieve is that a teacher is holistically equipped where the things that they need yeah. to be able to deliver a class that is, in terms of energy, productive for both teacher and student. Totally agree. What I love most, I think, about teacher training is being able to experience people and seeing their experience of uncovering just how much they love the practice. We've seen so many trainees achieve milestones in their asana practice. Uh, Like a lot of people also experience... Like congratulations to KitKat today. (laughs) What did KitKat do? She was able to do crow pose for the very first time today. There's a video now, don't worry. Okay, I'll watch it. (laughs) (laughs) And other, even like the most basic things like, well, not really basic, but downward facing dogs for some people seem like a basic thing, but Mm -hmm. it's actually a complex pose. And some people... Like Faye. Like Faye. Also Nicole for her shoulders. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Some of these experiences other people take for granted but in a teacher training when you get those aha moments there's a value in finding it there because you're already in a mindset of how to share it with other people right? yeah and at the same time you are in a in a group of people who are uh, supportive Supportive. of your growth as a not just as a teacher but also as a yeah like people have cried because they've experienced some postures in a brand new way that they've never been taught before. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, beyond the asanas, which are also important and, and mm. very encouraging, I think it's nice to see, like, people realizing the levity. Yeah. The gravitas. The gravitas of um, yoga philosophy and how it actually freaking relates to them. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if we if this yoga doesn't make us live our lives more intuitively, yeah, 
we won't be able to share it with other people. And I think that's part of yeah. the value of training yeah. also. People take away a lot of uh, learnings from the philosophy that they can apply to to all aspects of their lives yeah. without it having to sound judgmental or preachy. Preachy, which I think is the worst thing. Eh? Yeah. So I think... I mean, you guys have heard us talk, about We're super casual yeah. people. We're, we're very practical. We're practical. We try to keep it light. And yeah. although we have, like, heavier moments mm. in it, like, like you know, like Cecil feeling yeah. frustrated about some of the philosophy, yeah. which is part of what I love about it. Because yeah. if it's making you think of your life, yeah. then isn't that such a great thing? Yeah. I like being challenged in the philosophy talks as well because it also forces me to revisit my own thinking. Yeah. And every moment of teacher training is a learning experience for everyone there, including I, you and me, yeah. even Skelly. I really love talking things. about this shit over yeah. and over again. Yeah. But it's not always it's all not serious, the right? Yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not always heavy. Girl, I don't think anyone who listens to this podcast thinks that we're like all super heavy and like academic. <laughs> I think they think it's mostly funny. Hey, but guys, ha? Huh? <laughs> we're serious. We're defending ourselves. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're trying to make it fun for everyone. Like, I always, my favorite part is the dosha quiz because everyone loves a personality test and they real they they just realize in a teacher training that why they are the way they are yes yeah. and why they eat the, the way they do yeah. and everything so that's always my favorite part and also the subtle body coloring project ano ba sinabi mo na lahat i sorry <laughs> <laughs> but in general i think you know for us we're learning just like everyone else so there's no and i'm not trying to sound like i know more than you cuz you know, even if I do in certain aspects, I'm still learning just the same way. So I'm never gonna make it sound like I'm more knowledgeable than I actually am. And mm-hmm. I want it to be conversational. I think that's the main thing about yeah. our trainings that we try to promote. Yeah. Everyone is involved in the conversation. Yeah. If our human um, life is all about finding ourselves, yoga teacher training helps you uh, find a system that can work for you, yep. whether you want to teach or not, whether you just want to deepen your yoga practice or deepen your own understanding of yourself. I agree. If you're interested to become a yoga teacher or if you want to deepen your yoga practice, all the information about our upcoming teacher training is available on our website. So we have two coming up this year. Yes. One in Baler from April 26th to May 17th. Mm-hmm. And then another one in July. To September. To September. All weekends in Beyond Rockwell. Yeah. We'd love to have you to be a part of our yoga teaching family. Whether or not you choose to train with us, we're also right here just in case you have any questions about training. I mean, that's what the podcast is for, to open conversation. And, you know, we're here for you. It's a big decision, and we'd love to help you out if you need that. If you have any question at all, our social media links are down below. And we'd like to invite you to please rate our podcast. On Apple Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts. And that will help. Uh, more people find this podcast yeah. if you find it helpful. Bump it up, you guys. Yep. <laughs> so that's it for this week. Thank you so much to everyone that's been supporting us and everyone that listened. Until next time, this is Go With The Flow podcast, yoga conversations with Ben and Rihanna. I'm Rihanna. And I'm Ben. Namaste. Namaste.